And we're back. What's up, everybody? We're back for the 13th episode of the Fresh Start Podcast. It's your boy, DJ Boom. We're back with co-host Austin. <laughs> that nigga blows. Um, <laughs> we're here yo. with Oscar and special guest, Signature. Yo, yo, yo. How Thank you doing, boy? Man, I'm great, man. Great. Y'all got me in here cheesing and shit. <laughs> How was your weekend, man? Man, it was uh, different. This was a great weekend, though, man. Yeah. I'm glad I took today off, man. Yeah. I'm glad you're, uh, I'm glad you're here. Um, we don't have a lot of video footage, but, uh, this past week we had Fresh Fest. Um, we had a little event where I organized a couple of artists to come out and perform. And then at the end of the night, we also had a freestyle cypher. And one of the last minute, um, people to sign on and come and perform and really kill it was this man's signature right here. And... Uh, he even, he even had, uh, on my, on my personal fault, there was technical, uh, problems. And when the music cut out, this man continued to spit and just kill the crowd. So I missed yes, that. Sir. I missed that. Nah, he, he really stepped up to the plate and, uh, handled thank you, that thank shit. You. Um, how did you like the event, man? Man, uh, it felt good to be a part of it. I liked it just from like a spectator point of view. Walking into it and seeing a crowd of people there, it was all young people. I didn't really know nobody there. That was all good to me yeah. because um, I find like sometimes in a city like this, is you know, you get the same crowd at the same thing, you know, going to the same places all the time. So that really meant a lot to me. Um, are you from Savannah? Raised here. Okay. I got here in the early 90s when I was still, you know, in single digits. So <laughs> this is really all I know. How old are you? Now I'm 32. 32? Okay. Yes, sir. You're still young. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. Exactly. But I didn't find that out Stay until, man, I didn't find that out until I was like deep in my 20s. I thought I was doing something. I thought I was grown and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm paying rent. I'm somebody. I think we all feel Life like that you. at some point. Life hit you. Well, I well, being aware for a long time, I've always been there, but it was like I let life go. Mm-hmm. You know, understood that, uh, yeah, I just became grown. So you, you're still a baby, man. If you plan to make it to some deep numbers, you got to realize that these, you know, 30-something still light. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, growing up in Savannah? Man, I was, uh, I loved it as a, well, no, no, no. I, I had a a jaded point of view. You know, I was stuck on the South Side mainly. I didn't get to move around like that. So I didn't know about a lot of different things. Mm. But then when I started moving around and I purposely found so much more, I began to fill my hands, you know, with the things I wanted to do. And it be- so it became what I wanted it to be. It was, you know, I was I was doing something every night, you know what I mean? Well, this when you like, got your license or something? Well, yeah, well, like, just, yeah, it hit like 20, 21, mm-hmm. and I actually, uh, somebody told me about Hip Hop Night, so I started going downtown, mm-hmm. and then I started learning about the connect and learning, so I was able to find things to do, you know what I mean, and uh, put myself in, the, in what was going on with open mics, and things of that nature, because when you're just sitting around the house, you think that's all there is to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was able to turn the city, they find the use in the city, because 
people just be blinded that, oh, there's nothing to do here and I need to go somewhere else. But when you get somewhere else, you know, being that I've traveled a little bit now, it's the same thing. If you don't know what to do or if you can't find a way into it and you just sitting around in some big ass city looking stupid. Yeah, it's, your, it's your mentality. It's exactly. Your mentality. So yeah, exactly. I'm not really from Savannah. Explain, or I guess, uh, what would you say um, Savannah culture is as far as like growing up? What, what was your... See, when I came up, you know, being from the South Side, but I was, you know, broke. I say broke, not poor and all that, because, you know, there's folks who, you know, miss meals and, you know, like somebody once told me about washing when it rains and doing their laundry when it rains. That's the only time they could and shit like that. So they were poor, but get to the point. So I said it to say, um, <clears throat> I was involved around, you know, folks who was just doing the hood shit, you know. So I seen, and that was a big part of Savannah's scene, like Flodge being one of the biggest rappers from here. And, you know, that's what everybody thinks it was about, you know, while you still had the art scene going on from, like, SCAD and all that. But then you got a lot of different neighborhoods around here that aren't, that aren't suffering, because of that But then once they cleaned it up Say after like the mid 90s Early 2000s They cleaned a lot of the uh, streets up And changed so much And they're still enforcing that change So it's not as bad as in the, the murder rates And all those type things That was like pre-90s Early 90s growing up to, to now where it's the 2000s and they've changed so many of the projects around here. They're still shutting them down and moving the folks around. Because like when I was coming up on the south side, I seen, because I was hanging out in the one or two, because, well, there was one actual project on the south side, Patterson Terrace. Yeah. But then all the other apartment complexes, like on uh, Montgomery Crossroads or Middle Grounds, like Crossroad Villa, Woodhouse Lane, uh, Chatham Gardens. Now Chatham Gardens is an actual project. But then you got, uh, I think it's it's something new now. I can't think of it. Over off Waters in Montgomery Crossroads on the other side. It's uh, Indigo Point now or something like that. But, you know, that's another one. So what they was doing was they shut down the ones downtown or moved and then moved them all around the south side. And that caused the influx of shit to happen out here. And, you know, so it was just funny to me seeing all the people who, you know, you know, just on a personal tip, you know, the folks who wanted to be thugs or was acting like they were somebody, you know, but then they talking about the niggas I'm hanging with because they got one gun. They acting like everybody got guns. And, and so I saw all of it. I saw, you know, the, you know, those folks who didn't have to deal with none of that shit, you know, yeah. no type of the ignorance who uh, was living their life. You know, like like most people are nowadays in Savannah. That shit was just that shit's just hindsight. I saw the folks who was down bad, who was making those decisions, and it was in that shit. You know, so I understand why they say Savannah was fucked up and is fucked up. But then yeah. I also saw, you know, the in between, just the folks <clears throat> who was around that shit or heard about that shit, but you know, was a phony as a motherfucker. <clears throat> what uh, what originally got you into music? Being broke? Well, also, first of all, just loving music itself. Uh, hearing the radio and singing. Yeah. Hearing motherfuckers sing, man. If I could sing, that's what I've been doing. Were your parents into music at all? Well, I, no, I didn't know that in the beginning. I don't know anything really about uh, my mother like that, but 
uh, I found out later in life, my daddy used to dabble in DJing. And I, I still, to this, I, that's my next venture, is grow, getting a set of tables. You, you say you can sing. I mean, you ever tried to? Took well, lessons? Not lessons, because I can't sing my way out of a wet paper bag. But I, but I do, I can write for a singer. Like, some of my hooks and stuff like that that are on so my So you songs. can write the melody. You just yeah. can't always perform Song the type writer, of Yeah, no, and not, or not hey, ever. I, I, I know no. how that is. I can, yeah, I could bullshit <laughs> my way through some shit. Like, I could even, like, freestyling, I could freestyle, sing a song. You know what I mean? Know how to break it down over the melody. Hear the melody. Hear the, what's supposed to be done to it. Even, like, on certain things be told. Like, you know how you hear something and it's telling you what to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? But... It's not meant for me to be doing that shit. No, nah, real I, talk. Uh, <laughs> sh- shout out that nigga Ralph. I mean, that anytime I write some shit and I know I can't perform a touch shit, that nigga be singing. Oh, so. my dog Tori. My dog Tori is so fucking Cast nasty. Member. When I was yeah. uh, <laughs> recording the song, we got a song together, Haters. And <clears throat> before I had a chance to record it professionally, I would say, and I was just in the house with my USB microphone, he yeah. was singing the overlays he wanted to lay. I never realized it until, you know, hearing it professionally recorded, then digging through my archives to get the version we did and be like, man, this man had me record his overlays and all, and like the echo effect and all, because I didn't know how to do none of that, you know? Yeah. So he, he sat there and had me record, it, record him doing it. What was uh, what was your first look at uh, a real studio setting? Like what, what getting into recording music? Um, was you in the closet on some shit? You know, uh, a it? dude. I don't really. I choose to call him fuckboy and not give him not breathe any air to like, the <laughs> name because he was a liar. He was a liar, motherfucker. Like I'm sure y'all bump into some of them. Uh-huh. Uh, especially on you know I don't know how deep y'all are on y'all path but when you do you know you'll 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 call them names or whatever and I don't choose to because I feel like I figured everything was a character everything was a lie my probably was a lie or whatever but point being was uh, I was like fifteen uh, fifteen maybe turning sixteen and uh, he had just the whole setup on his porch he had like a little screened in porch with the microphone stand and the computer mm-hmm. you know but like. Professional booth wise, I think I seen that when I was twenty. I was like maybe twenty, twenty two. Recording on the porch, you know, just recording outside. Well, no, no, no. It was a uh, like closet. In- well, it's like some places they have a, a like it's like a porch, but there's no really no door, nothing to get outside. It's just if you open the window. You know, it'll yeah. be outside, and it's extended off of the apartment a little bit. Like, say, if, like, this was a doorway, and it was just a little extension right there, you know. And I just say it's a porch because don't no AC go to it. <laughs> All right, so that that was going to be my question. Yeah. What was It was hot, you know. Yeah, it was... It was I, it was makeshift. I think we, uh, yeah. I think we, we didn't last long. It moved like he might have moved right after that because I was, it was young, you know, wasn't doing a lot of writing and recording back then because, like I said, it was on some fuckboy shit. So it was more just me doing some petty hustling and shit like that and getting used and whatnot because that whole situation just went down in flames, never went anywhere. Um, the people around you were they supportive when you decided to get into music seriously? Well, that's a double edge because they knew I was on like they the the dude I was doing it with, you know, was yeah. on some uh fuckboy shit. So I've never like 
until like I but outside Do of you that, wanna get into that at all? I mean I can. I mean because I'm not you know, that's one thing just to spread a little bit of knowledge I've learned that, you know, what happened happened. If I keep I'm not demonizing it and like make overemphasizing the wrong of it all. Yeah. You know, I just say all that to say about cause the music and all never had any potential, you know. Me knowing now, cause hindsight will always be twenty twenty. So me just every bit of anything everybody else could see, you know, nobody was into it because of they you know, they knew what it was, you know. So how how did um you and this guy that you originally started the music with uh fallout i guess well it was uh like i said i knew from the jump that it was always on some fuck shit so when it got to the maximization of it all we were in um a whole nother city we was in augusta georgia and folks literally had started disrespecting him to his face and they was telling like because i was already on the outskirts of it all you know i knew he was going to be homeless the moment i walked off and i was already cool with that you know getting the courage to, you know, walk away or whatever. But people was telling me, you know, they would look me in the face, like, say how we sitting here next to each other. Like, you know, they'll look dead past him and be like, I like your style. I like what you said. I like how you flowed on the track. And that, you know, so that all the lights was always already there. So now they just flashing even harder. And I was like, okay, well, you know, bye. You know, I'm, you know, I'm already done. You keep giving me more, more reason to be done. You don't, you know, you're not acknowledging the truth here. And I don't know who you think you're lying to anymore, you know, but. Do uh, hmm. you think there ought to be a chance that y'all. Oh, no, nah, no. I don't even know where he. I hope he, I hope he got help. I'm talking about, man, like he was a compulsive liar, like sick. Like, like <laughs> when we was like, like we were in Augusta living in, like we went from living in a crack motel to living in a broke down crack motel. Like where they charge you for every little thing, you know what I mean? To just, I guess, maximize the cheapness and the nigga telling people he got a Porsche engine in a 92 Celica. Anybody who knows anything about cars is probably crying laughing right now at that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because I'm lost. So I'm well, uh, boy, here, I'll break it down like this. A Porsche engine, from what I even just basically know, is always going to be in the trunk of the car. A 92 Celica is, a you know, just a, a regular old car with the engine in the front. How is that even? That don't, that don't make no possible sense in the world to, to, to anybody or anything. Like, that is just... That's just that's straight. You talking at the side of your ass. I mean, just to be doing it, just to be doing it. So you know, I had to get away from that. You know what I mean? The poisonous situations. Yeah. Um. At what age did you decide that you would really take music serious as far as like a career? I hadn't. That was the problem. I didn't want to be a starving artist. Realizing that now at 32, I mean, I all like at 19 when I got out of that situation and I got back to Savannah and I was doing it. I, I was even making beats, and I was like, oh well, I put the pause on the beats because I want to emphasize on my raps. You got back to that, and it was just focusing on well, because I was doing both, but I always so I just stuck to the you know the rapping. But what it came was. Um, I was always passing out my CDs and doing things, but I, I didn't have, I, well, one, I feel like Savannah don't have a real rap scene. Savannah has no rap scene whatsoever. None. Absolutely none. I had, you know, I was broke already because I grew up and then making those dumb decisions to be around fuckboy. No, then, you know what? I take that back. I, I think we got a rap scene. 
it's it's in the, all the, the the perception, the the vision, the visuals ain't there for like the world. We we got we we got people here. I, I'm not gonna say we don't. We we have people here that. Like, well, we don't have artists. the physical. What well, we have, we have rappers. Like as in a rap. Like I say, a rap. While we don't have a rap scene, there is no physical venues. That, that's what it is. We that's, don't have no venues. That's yet. why we don't. That's why Elon, we don't have a scene. But Elon need to bring. Instead of just bringing that one that that trap scene, like you just need to bring everybody. Like, but they don't. But that's, that's they don't that's care. Like that's where we have. That's where we come into like see now. So scared come in if scared really think they want. They well, was this see that's the double edged sword here? I'll bring in club. I'll yeah. bring in the they take the city over. Yeah. Time. Well, the it's prime over. example. See, y'all don't know. Like <laughs> here, let me bring in something I found out on the back end. See <clears> what the double edged sword was is like hip hop night. For instance, Hip Hop Night in its heyday was, I mean, and I put this on my soul, you get in there and it's literally shoulder to shoulder. They had B-Boys breakdancing, a DJ That's spinning. That's what we need, too. We don't have that no more. I, I, I'm and waiting see, to see somebody pull out some cardboard. But you, I've been t- talking to you about that. But you bro. see, but that's because of Boom us, box. though. When see down, I, I get but, back to us because, see, the reason why Hip Hop Night got that way was because the people who were going there were all going to SCAD. The people, all the artists were going to scare. So when everybody's talking to them and everybody, you know, and they already doing their thing, so they were all like, oh yeah, you know, we're going here. And so everybody was like, oh shit, that's where we gonna be on Tuesday nights. See, now to break it down to right now, what we don't have is the artists all coming together saying, oh, I support this night. And the night itself has to be a viable event that people want to support. So therefore, when the two come together, the event is great. And the people love and the people are supporting the event and telling people about the event. You know what I mean? Then they come together and that is a great foundation. Now, put a pin in that. That's one event. The city itself, like with that being said, like there was other things that happened I could mention that, that let you know that the city wants that money. So they got in line that there was other people being able to perform other places. But what the where the fall comes in is there has to be a hip hop or rap or whatever you want to call it focused venue where every day all day that's what we love Mm -hmm. yes and but the city (laughs) aka savannah aka the powers that be down here not trying to you know be you know little belittle anybody and call it a race thing they should have got burned down all them years ago they got burned and man and not they and every time you go to open one they're gonna be right there waiting with the motherfucking kerosene like hey pimp I will agree. Be ready to bring your uh, shit. Even in trying to find uh, a venue for any of the Fresh Start events, it's like it's other genre themed events that are just doing these hip hop sponsored nights, and it's like, bro, this is the most popular genre in the world right now. Like. Every, we have other nations completely cop Club us, Rain you know would have been like, one of them, but they shut that shit. They down. shut that. Then what? Then they came right back with Dosha or something like that downtown. They would. They know. there was a shooting a couple blocks away. That shit. They t- shut that shit down without a thought. And yeah. what did we do about it? Nothing. What did we do about it? So that's where I. It's I, mean, people, I, I feel like uh, people nowadays don't know how to truly organize. Yeah. Well, that's because we're so distant, even, you know. We don't like, rebel either. We well, that's no. Yeah, America is so docile. Yeah, like yeah, I, America is. I, I was telling my, uh, I was getting into a, a conversation with my father, and I said, if there was truly ever 
and people are gonna say this is crazy, whatever, but like if there was truly ever a time that I felt like in modern history that we were going to revolutionize and like rebel on some crazy shit would have been with Trump. But you see, they they squashed that shit in the seventies, man. If you look into any of like outside of see, that's what people talk about slavery because that shit was crazy wrong. Like, like there was some utterly wrong shit in there. Then you talk about the World War Two atrocities because that's something. All of that shit affected things in the world. Yeah. But when you look into COINTELPRO of the seventies, the late sixties, the whole seventies and the early eighties of what they did to the Black Panthers and every other revolutionary and all that, who finna stand? Like that's the that's the that's the known who. Oh, I say let me finish my thought. Who finna stand up against that shit? And then everybody knows, like, they instantly even said it when Obama was getting elected. Oh, they're going to kill that nigga. They're going to kill him. I even somebody said to me, I'm not voting for him because they're going to kill him instantly. But then flip the script back to, uh, like you said, organization and Karen. Look at what they say for the person who talks against anything. Like, like it may be cool to be woke now, but n- niggas, ain't, niggas ain't talking about nothing. Niggas ain't doing that. Everybody's cool to be woke. But when, the, like, you know, they talk about the, the Popeye sandwich. You can be woke, but if you ain't doing shit, what's the point? That's not, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, one of the biggest quotes I've been waiting. about that shit they put up that was um, all in the Yeah, well, there's people talking about it, period. You know, dog, whether they dogging it or they liking it, you know, they acting like that's a real subject to be mad at, you know what I mean? But we still got, when there's way bigger fish still laying in the pan that done burnt from years, years upon years ago, ago that they never got solved, that everybody was so enraged about. But uh, I say that to say that, like, like, this is the one thing I wanted to drop on folks is that everybody's so woke but still living with their air conditioning. You ain't that mean I said that to say that what you finna sacrifice? You you care that so you care so much, but what you didn't sacrifice? What you gave up and what woke you up? You watched a movie and that woke you up? I'm not dogging people in their sources because I learn from a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Big, little, even the ignorant teach you a lot of things. Because if you're not learning, you're dying. Yeah. But that, but man, you gotta, you gotta laugh at folks, man. Because people use titles just to, just to wipe their ass with them shits. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we got a uh, special verse from Signature and a couple oh, more questions shit, for yeah. us, man. All right, stay tuned. This is Fresh Start Radio. Yep. And we're back. Yo. This is Fresh Start Radio, a uh, special interview with special guest signature. Woo-hoo. Um, what it do? Let's see. Before we were talking about your... Uh, your upbringing in music. Yes, yeah. Is there anybody that uh, you look in the game now or present or past as far as inspiration? Really, I'm. A, uh, I love the game, man. I love music as a whole. So I've always just uh, tried to absorb every element I can because that's why I don't even really have a favorite or a top five. If you. Uh, if you had to compare yourself, what would you say your style is? Oh, can we can we start off with like why they call you signature? Why you call yourself signature? I chose signature because um, 
one of just a, like availability to be funny. I've never heard it being used, and then uh, the sig, you know, the signature. So, something to you can't reauthenticate like that. You know, even to this day in this technological world, they still have you signing things. Mm-hmm. So I still feel like that's such a, a strong representation of an individual or like uh even as businesses they still say our signature is this or you know um i heard a while back that they're taking cursive writing out of uh, elementary schools they did so they did so but that's so like a signature is what like is this a print now i guess well then to them now i guess that's a good question i don't (laughs) mean shit to them then how's your handwriting you you can't be named signature and have some bum ass handwriting i do not have bum ass handwriting but i do Uh, have chicken scratch uh, so so we need to write that down so we can show them like (laughs) if i had if i had i would i would write you have paper Oh, the door. Oh, oh no, yeah, he definitely going to sign the door. Yeah, so, yeah, when you yeah, sign okay, the door, when we'll I sign the picture. door. All right, bet. Got you. Got you. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see, what else? You, um, you have any uh, siblings? Yes, I do. I am one of five. One of five? One of five. Where are you in that uh, lineup? I'm the middle child. Yeah, I'll take that from you. Sorry to be rude to y'all. <laughs> you good. Yeah, I'm one. I'm in the middle child. Uh, I have an uh, older brother, and then I have well, I have one older brother, one older sister, and then two younger brothers. Are any of them uh, into music like that? Not to my knowledge. They no. well, I think my little brothers might have dabbled because of uh, me. You know that whole big brother, little brother influence, and but not seriously now. Nah. Yeah. Um, so as far as, uh, inspiration and stuff like that, uh, not even inspirations, is there anybody in the music industry that you've been just thinking about, like, yeah, I'd really like to work with them? Um, on that level, everyone, everyone got like an artist that they want to get that one song. Well, to be real, like I haven't, I haven't, but I mean, to me being in the studio with any, any of them would be such a wilding feat, you know, that's why, like I said, I love the game so much. So to be even, uh, in the, in, you know, in there with any of them, Devin, the dude to Starlito to even like, I don't just listen to ASAP Rocky like that, but if I was ever in the studio with him, it'd be like the best shit in the world to me, you know, because I respect, Everybody in their craft, you know, that much, you know what I mean? You know, but uh, I still would buck a couple of that shit, you know what I'm saying? I was just, I was, <laughs> I was just about to ask you. I would buck a it, couple of like, yeah. Is it a uh, competitive uh Well, yeah, of course, it, of course, because... vibe? Well... <clears throat> you know, when you going in there, or is, is it I'm enjoying the experience, or is it yeah, I, I got to kill these niggas type well, shit? Well, hold up. Everybody should understand that it's a... Uh, uh, it's not a it's a I'm gonna be the best on the track but it ain't a like I'm trying to outbest you mm. it ain't I'm better than you but I say at the same time though uh, not in my mind like I'm gonna walk in there and just do the best I can you know you know how that go yeah uh, but yeah cause I mean 
everybody should already expect that that pre-competition mindset because if i'm in a cypher though the one thing the one thing i do do if i'm in a cypher with anybody and they get to saying that i'm the best in the world i'm the best in savannah i'm gonna drop everything right then there on the spot and come for your head because i do take that extremely personal like don't 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 say that in the scene and like 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 it's cool. No, we gonna get at it right then and there. We gonna get. Where do you get your uh, freestyle um, abilities from? Oh man, what age did you start freestyling? Ooh, it, that was how I came in the game. I was freestyling before I was writing, like at least a year before I ever wrote anything. Maybe. Hell yeah. I was freestyling, like that's all it was at the beginning. Like had to perfect. Like writing is still so much more trivial of a you know routine for me than freestyling do you uh have you ever been like a cypher what what was like what was the setting like as far as like your first freestyle do you remember your first freestyle yeah i remember some of the words i said like i i would hate to repeat them now because they were so you know blasphemous in reality and then like i wasn't doing none of that didn't know about any of that shit back in the day or had seen it. Well, no, I think I might have seen some, but you know, it was uh, just my whole, literally the funniest <clears throat> shit in the world. We were playing like quarterback club 98 or something on Nintendo 64. My best friend stops the game. He pauses the game, drops the controller and looks at me and says, like, man, I want to rap. He said, Joe, I know you can motherfucking rap. As much as you memorize these lyrics and you love this shit, I know you can rap. What's up, bruh? And he was like, he just he was like, okay. And then he I think he rapped and then I said some like some, you know, what I now know are bars, and then we got into some shit. You know, from there it was just like, okay, I rap. Yeah. <laughs> Real shit. Was there do you ever have any like uh <clears throat> Do you have any problems sharing your music with people? I know some people have, like, uh, I'm not going to call it stage fright, but, like, almost they're, they keep it to themselves type shit. I just wasn't making music. I, w- I could all, I would freestyle a little bit. Like, that was, like, okay. I was, like, had to be, like, seventh grade, maybe. Because then he moved out of town about eighth grade. So then from there... We go in about eighth grade. Yeah, I remember eighth grade. We had a little end of the year dance. So that was like the eighth grade prom. My home, one of the dudes I still know to this day, his mother might still have a tape of me rapping at like the little dinner. We outside going in there. I'm rapping to the camera, you know, and that was eighth grade. So then, you know, yeah, I never really, yeah, it wasn't a, it's just I never really had formable raps to to rap to people. It was yeah. more freestyles than anything. You know what I mean? Off the dome stuff. You got them now, though, right? Oh hell yeah, man! That's okay. the like, that's how I that's how I love even like if I'm out and about and I hear like I run into dudes like there's a movie. Uh, I want to hear swords clashing. Yes, because it's the like I can't think of the movie right now off the dome. Uh, what's the name? It's called like Kung Fu Hustle. Kung Fu Hustle. There's a part where there's three martial artists and they have to leave this area, but they're standing there like we are sitting here and they look at each other and they're like, "Well, 
we ain't finna really be around each other like that for a while, so we might as well spar it out one time. And then, so ever since I saw that, I was like, shit, I take that shit that seriously. Because even if I run into like a random artist and they get to talking about it, they, you know, mention that shit, oh, I'm the best, such and such. Or if I just meet somebody who rap, I'm, oh, I got some shit to drop right here, right now that I know is some of the best shit smoking. So. If you can't beat past, if you can't get past that verse, then ain't even no need for us to keep talking. Have you ever had a moment where, like, you just got punked in a cipher type shit? No, never, never. I've had a moment where there was a part in a battle where I was going against somebody and I was just listening so hard I forgot we were battling, you know. But it's not a you can't punk me because I'm not scared. It ain't a it ain't a scared because like the competition is there because it's competitive by nature and on some fun shit. But you can't you know I know I know what I'm I can't do and I can't do with that. Pen. So you feel like you you confident against anybody type. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, even be. even with winning and losing, like, that's subjective. Like, I've had, like, plenty of times where, like, I've mopped the floor with motherfuckers. And then the crowd is out because it was, like, battling at the Jinx back in the day was off the dome, you know. Like, they mm. got the beat. You come off the dome against whoever's standing there. And I literally have, like, the, like word for word in the experience. Like, I was snapping on the dude, and then he talked about something like, uh, I said like I said to him in the first verse, oh, you probably live at home with your mama or something like that. <laughs> and he was like, so he came back and he said, oh, yeah, I do live with my mama in her house and I'm going to take you to the couch and fuck you in your mouth or some gay shit like that. And he goes and the, the crowd ate that shit up and he won and all. And like they voted him for winning. And when we got done, <clears throat> he was like, you know, he was sitting there looking at me like, man, I don't know what happened. I, I don't know what happened, like, you know, because that shit is subjective. His homeboys were in the crowd making noise, so it made it sound like he won. But we know what happened up here on this stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's... So I was just about to ask you, um, what are some, like, pet peeves or some behind-the-scenes things that happen in the industry that... Uh, you may not like or you're not a fan of. Oh, man. Well, me being such, like, I can't even claim to have been in the industry, just to be real, just on a real basis, not dogging the question. Mm. But what I've seen so far, man, um, that half-assedness, like people who want something from you but don't want to give you shit, or... Uh, the, like I'm big on synergy You know what I mean Like I, we don't have to be You know Eating off each other's plate But you know You do what I do So if we big We do something together Already naturally And we should all care about that So just you know For the purpose of exposure Or whatever We should be on the same uh, Same wavelength Motherfuckers ain't It's that It's that with them What's in it for me you know what I mean? So then back to uh, that fickleness. People are, people are changing, you know, they ain't, they, uh, the moment they want to have a problem, it's a problem. They don't, they're not going to just be down with the picture because, you know, it's the picture at hand. It's a problem because I feel like that shit or um, things and then things happen also. And then you got people, you know, the, um, the lopsidedness, like some people, oh, I want to do music, but that's just, you know, I want to do it in my house. I don't want to eat off it. I don't want to, you know what I mean, invest into it and turn it into something for real, you know. I like my nine to five, and I like acting like I make music. I like mm. talking like it. So it's, and, you know, also, but then the fact that you have to really, to become a musician and really care about it, you got to jump 
into uh, the shark-infested waters, really, with no life raft. And then the only way you get a life raft is if you create that motherfucker. And then you got to still, every day you got to, you know, find it out, find your way back out that shark pit, you know. So, because also the one thing that also I, being able to see it now as versus a young person who wanted to make music is it's really just a dark tunnel with no real light, mm. especially coming from, like, down here, I guess. Or maybe I was so blinded by it. I didn't know how to turn a music, turn a record into money. I barely even knew about mixing and mastering. That, that's one of the um, hardest things about the industry is not real, really a education system when it comes to it, and no one's really trying to offer any game when it comes to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, and when you're listening to the radio and just listening to other rappers and uh, watching videos on, well, back in the day when I was kind of just watching music videos, you didn't, that, there was no clues and no hints or no step-by-steps, and then I didn't know, and then the, like I said, the one person who I did meet who did have a somewhat idea, he was on such a, uh, such a, uh, of being, you know, so full of lies and misguidance that, you know, all that shit just made it that much harder and turned me off, like, that much more. And then also uh, when I met, got with some other dudes, and, I could, you know, I came up with some of the best verses I could ever, you know, I think I've ever written. And then we just, the project just sat there, you know. When I was writing that shit, like, I thought we was trying to, you know, make that shit pop so, you know, old boy just didn't have to go into the army. And so, like, I had a huge mindset with that shit. Yeah. But then turn around, and it was just... People don't always see the vision. It was, it was just some shit to do for these niggas, yeah. you know? So I know people watching this, they thinking. You got to leave a signature now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The man talk good, but can he really rap? Can he leave his signature? Well, do you, hold up. I got one for you. Do you want me to spit some bars to you before we get into the, the over the beat? So you can hear it plain. All right, what's up? What you got? Okay, this is one. This is one from back then that I spit to. You. All right, I'll, I'll do it to the. Me spitting like a cannon makes you clap like a Beretta. So even if it's snowing, I'm still colder than the weather. You better take a second, try to get your shit together. Cause you thinking that you better, it can get your head severed. See, I'm more than a rapper. I've never been an actor. For vicious and ferocious, just call me Velociraptor. So like the wind, you don't see me, but you feel me like a bass would a runner dirty. You can never steal me, even in a vat of water. I'm still thicker than blood. Test my skill in the field, I'm not your dick in the mud. I'm expanding my mind while reaching new mental heights. While you waiting on the label to tell you, you got rice to leave your hurt we'll snatch ice from your shirt roll up like a blunt then you smoke like perp see i've been the better g with the flow that's authentic why these booties shaking artists are just living in the gimmick nigga okay okay okay, okay. You, me. Me. Yeah. you know mm. it's uh and that was mm. yeah that's, some, that's the one verse i got where i actually was like <laughs> i'm going to do like the metaphors or the i was like purposely doing what i call bars like the rest, uh, like I always try to just incorporate a story or I just flow into it. But that was me purposely saying I'm going uh, to bar these niggas. Hey, <laughs> the pregame's lit. Yes. How's the party? Let's yeah. go. Come on. Yeah. One time for everybody out there. And let me go ahead and say this. Rest in peace to my dukes, man. I love you, Cam. Rest in peace to my cousin, Cam. Everybody out there going through something, man. You ain't alone, man. Let's get this cream, y'all.
Hey, bills, y'all. Around me, get the, get the, get the motherfucking money, y'all. Hey, hey. So is that what it's all about? Stacking and getting clout? Everything iced out? Lobster, grilled trout, boxes on blades? Phones on factory schedule, doing numbers? I'm telling them to get back to me. I'm talking to my brother about him missing his pop. How it's been five years, but the pain don't stop. Get to thinking about my mom's, how it's been four months. How I'm dealing with the COVID through the tears and blunts. And the world can't care, it continues with the pressures. It'll give you anxiety, raising your blood pressure. They say birds of a feather do flock together, but we're changing up the weather, guess the tide. Got seven, so it's just me, one man, all day, all night. Wake up, go to sleep. Ever been night, night when something ain't quite right, like daylight at midnight? Cause my phone sits silent when it used to ring nightly. You ask me what I'm doing, saying next time, invite me. Then we laugh it off, even if you had an attitude. I talk to you regardless, left you in a better mood. I change anger to gratitude, knowing what death would do. Get this motherfucking money, y'all. Around me, get the, get the, get the money, y'all. Marcus took it the hardest, he couldn't even drive. Called me like, come and get me, I need real ones by my side. Zay was in class the moment you did pass, and knowing he had to pass, we chose to tell him last. Watching you did pass, it was me, Ned, and Nisha. Walked out walk first, Nisha couldn't take it either. Nisha tried to pull me out, but nah, I couldn't leave you. Hooked up and strapped down, nah, I couldn't leave you without giving one last breath. And speaking of my love, seen a- damn, I fucked it up, my bad emotions, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking a little too hard about that shit, man. That boy spit bars. Yeah, you gave everybody what you needed to do. Yeah, Yeah. but um, but I spit it out. My bad. It goes uh, Marcus took it the hardest. He couldn't even drive. Call me like, come and get me. I need real ones by my side. Say was in class the moment you did pass and watching your. So knowing he had to pass, we chose to tell him last. Watching your last gasp, it was me, Dad, and Nisha. Pop walked out first. Nisha couldn't take it either. Nisha tried to pull me out, but nah, I couldn't leave you. Hooked up and strapped down. Nah, I couldn't. Leave you without giving one last kiss and speaking of my love, saying a prayer for your soul as you journey up above. I'm happy you're now free from the pain that was inside you. I will always sing the glory of my first and downest rider. I will always preach your gospel, Robin Davis' apostle, till your grandkids bury me and I turn into a fossil. Thank you for being real, always being true, loving and teaching me only by doing you. Thank you, mama. Mm. Thank y'all for that, man. Signature. Yeah. Hey. Respect. Man, and that also came because uh, Clay Hodges, like I've always loved that beat, man. But Clay Hodges had did like a verse over it, and uh, he uh, put out a challenge on it. So I got on it and did the first verse and was just and just wrote that shit. He doing good things now. Yeah, he on Cali now. Yeah, yeah. Man, he took that leap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So man, where, where where can people find you at? I'm on uh, SoundCloud minorly. Excuse me, I had a burp coming. But I'm also on, uh, I got a song or two on iTunes under Signature and then Signature FKA Solo. And then uh, I'm on Bandcamp. I got all the projects on Bandcamp. And uh, I've got a couple features out there floating around, like one or two maybe hey. somewhere. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you for coming down. Oh, uh, man. Thank y'all. This man. is one of my, uh, thank you. definitely one of thank my favorite you. episodes that we've had. I appreciate that. Thank you. Like, thank you. You, you truly one of the more passionate artists we've had up. 
Yeah. You know Thank what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. Try to be, man. You definitely you, you definitely have your time coming. Thank you, brother. I highly appreciate hey. y'all for this, man. Real talk. All right. Everybody stay tuned. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and share. Uh, and shout out to everybody for... Just shout out to everybody. Everybody. Shout all out to everybody. Man. What you it got do? shout out? Anybody got shout out? Uh, I have to shout out. Let's see. Oh, man. The Pope, man. They don't need to, you know, get to individualizing. They know <laughs> nah, who they man, are. People, you know, a lot man. of people don't. I mean, my family, you know, Nisha, Marcus, you okay. know, uh, Zay, what it do? Hey. Chevy. I mean, Mega. Everybody, man. Kenneth Marcella. Everybody know who they is. I mean, not trying to be funny, man. Uh, you know, you got to give your people their roses while they here. That's why that song is here like I, t- I said it in the verse you know I changed anger to gratitude because my deuce used to call my phone like at any time of the night you know and have an attitude with me like it's like three in the afternoon or something but you know uh, when she was gone I didn't have voicemails because I made sure to answer the phone you know so I said it to say that you know life will trick you like that man you don't want to be uh, lying to yourself Acting big But anyway Back to the point Yeah man They know who they is Man I love my peoples man They Yeah when you hear my voice If you fucks with me Know who I am man. Yeah. I fucks with you So Hey yeah. look them up Signature One of Signature. the realest artists Of Savannah Oh Stay tuned Fresh Start Radio Yeah We out <laughs>